Welcome to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. And then we got our guest <laughs> laughing off of our intro. <laughs> Welcome to the table. We got Arik Cohen. Hi. You guys should be used to this from all the episodes you've listened to. I was not ready for that. It was just so much more energy than the sentence that came before. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm great at this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns it right on. <laughs> and that's Jess Lane. Hi, that's me. I'm Jess Lane. Yeah. <laughs> and we have, holy hell, three guests. We got Jessica Ross back. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in this week's episode, we are tasting the fourth of the, what? Sorry. Introduce Arik. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You said my name. I don't oh. think he said my full name, but he said my first Yeah, I said your full oh, name. Okay. I, think it was, I think it was covered up by the laughter. Okay. Rick Cohen, uh, yeah. right? You yeah. said it? Yeah. Right. There right. you go. Cool. <laughs> and there's your voice. Yeah. <laughs> we know what we do. Cool, great, perfect. Uh, but in this episode, we have, and we're going to be tasting the fourth of the gigantic brewing thematic Hellboy beers that came out this year, part of the 25th anniversary. This is the Abe Sabian Indigo Blue Beer. Whoa. So it says, we give you a unique species that per- that bursts with citrus and berry hop flavors infused with natural indigo. The result is a lush, vivid blue beer. Whoa, this is exciting. Is it actually blue? <laughs> I believe it is, yeah. The bottles are brown, oh. so we can't see that it's blue yet. <laughs> right. Yeah, the bottles hide the fact that this thing is definitely going to be v- blue. The blue mm. hue. Um, so I'm going to crack these open and pour them out for you, folks. Thank you. <laughs> this is the fourth of how many? Six. Whoa, okay. What are the yeah. other two characters? Well, what characters have there been so far? And we have the bottles. Yeah, we have the bottles. You can grab them. It's Hellboy, mm-hmm. Liz Sherman, mm-hmm. Johan Krauss, cool. Abe Sabian. Uh-huh. And then the last two will be the Blood Queen, wow. which ends up being sort of the the pivotal like villain, even though it's not mm-hmm. the first villain of Hellboy, but it's the one that sort of, in a sense, spoiler alert, ends his life. Mm. And also, or at least maybe ends his life the second time. And then also (laughs) the last one is his, his earthly father, Trevor Broom, Mm, the guy that raised him. Yeah. Those are the last two. As much as I appreciate those, I feel like it's funny to have five, like various super powered monster character beers. And then one that's just like, Oh, and this professor. professor, (laughs) This is a dusty beer. That's That's it. It's going to be a dusty beer. Learning. (laughs) He taught Hellboy a lot. All right. It's in the theme. (laughs) But uh, as I crack these open and pour them, just tell us a little bit about uh, our listeners, what you're like, if you have any, and if it's none. This for our guests of your relationship or your knowledge of Hellboy. And, and it's you, totally okay. If and if that, that. It just means you've read comic books or, and they're not that, then go for it. Okay, you great. Wanna- I'll go first. I definitely <laughs> saw that one Hellboy movie 12 years ago. <laughs> the Ron Perlman right. one. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And I don't remember anything from Could it. Did you guess it's what, what it's about? It's about... A guy Ooh. who's kind of oh whoa! It is kind of a bluish green. <laughs> yeah, we're it's sorry, she got distracted by that. Is it appetizing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked it's that some... it's not blue. That yeah, it's, it's more green. green. It's like ecto cooler. I wonder if the second bottle will be the same color. Very. Yeah. Oh, it's anyway. like a nasty fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> he is a fish man. That's yeah. Yeah. Fish man. Yeah. 
Spanish. Oh. His leftover water. Yeah. <laughs> <from> his- <laughs> <laughs> now that's theming. It's got Drano qualities for sure. It does. It's burning through the glass. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go go ahead. No, that's okay. Oh yeah. So I saw the movie, and then I've also um, I've read I read comics, but more of like the um artsy weirdo comics so you're like the indie book kind of reader. yeah i'm an indie book reader well, do you have any like offhand that you're like oh this one stayed with me that i liked a lot yeah like daniel Klaus. yeah yeah like stuff. ghost world and yeah. yeah uh velvet hand cast and iron was the weirdest and best one yeah um yeah then random uh, a bunch of random books that i couldn't even but yeah. just like going to the comic store and be like, oh, this one looks like yeah, neat exactly. and different. Oh, cool. this one has a sad girl on the cover. Yeah, I'll read yeah. this one. Yeah. yeah. You like David Klaus. Do you have you ever read uh David Boring? His that story of his? Probably. It's one of my absolute favorites. I own it. And it's it's a very beautiful story, David but it's Boring? also David yeah, Boring is the name. Cool. It's like one of those movies in my dreams that if I ever re- get to the status where I can make any movie I want, that would be like one of the few I would mm. want, I would try to adapt. Did you see Wilson? I did not see Wilson. It's weird, yeah. It is? Yeah. Is that cool. the Woody Harrelson movie? Mm-hmm. Is that based on a graphic novel? Yes, it is. Whoa. Yep, yep, yep. So, that was yeah. not part of the marketing. <laughs> That's our homework for this week. It was probably, you know, like, there was probably like a line on the on the poster mm. that was like based on... I honestly would have been more excited if the trailer said like based on the acclaimed graphic novel. I might have been more interested in seeing. At this point, that's probably a good marketing thing. Like mm-hmm. people probably care more about that now. Yeah. Right. Or they hide it just because like it's so the market is so um, overrun Bro. by superheroes. Yeah. It would be so fun. They expect oh. that. They should have just folded it into the MCU. Just made an MCU movie. Wilson. <laughs> <and an laughs> Everything MCU will movie. eventually. Disney, do, <laughs> Disney does the yeah, Just like a melancholy like kind of a... a Day of a life movie. <laughs> Just change Wilson to <laughs> a character Wilson from the MCU. I'm sure there's some character named Wilson. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> I would say that Hellboy is a bit of more of a fringe sort of, especially when it was first released. Mm-hmm. Um, Story wise, it's not very traditional superhero comic book, and it's mm-hmm. very fringe. Mm-hmm. And uh, best way I could put it, it, when it came out in like '92, '93. Um, there's a sad girl in it. I think that there it would be more appealing to you than you might think. <laughs> I don't think it wouldn't be appealing to me. I think I would probably like it. Nice. Oh, you know what? I, I read all Preacher. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Preacher is such a great yeah. read. I think it's, yeah. it's probably see, the fact that I like Preacher, I probably also like Hellboy. Is that I would accurate? think so. Yeah, Preacher's yeah. way, I mean, Hellboy deals with like dark, fucked up hell themes and stuff. I read but all of Why the Last Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, you'd be super yeah. into yeah, it. Yeah, you'd be probably into it. Yeah. I love Preacher's the first comic book that ever made me cry. Because mm. of Cassidy's. <laughs> wow, everybody really. Cause of Ca- it's because of Cassidy's sacrifice at the end. I just oh, think yeah. it's spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Uh-huh. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. I've heard of Preacher. A cigarette. I've heard of Preacher. <laughs> I've seen covers of things. <laughs> uh, I want to get to the beer, but what about you, Rick? Me? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I've seen the Hellboy movies. I, I'm, I saw the first two when they came out and I red boxed the newer one recently. Um, I've read a few chapters of Hellboy comics. I'm just now over the past few years trying to get into graphic novels more because my problem for a long time was that I would always read them, but not look at any of the images. I was just so used to reading a book where you read text and turn the page. So I would just read all the thought bubbles and all the 
anything that's text, I would read and just turn the page. I remember like years ago reading the killing joke and being like, that wasn't that disturbing. And then like, I realized I never absorbed a single image from it. I just didn't look at the pictures. That makes sense. It's like two thought processes. Yeah. And you kind of have to like slow down. Like if you're super into the story and you yeah. want to keep reading and figure out what's going on, it like slows you down to really like take yeah. in all of the images. Sometimes it's like, it's not second nature. To I me, can understand so. that uh, feeling. Like I had to reread a graphic novel one that I have now that because like the first time I read it, I read it in like eight minutes and it was like, you know, an eight issue thing. And it was just like, I don't know what happened. I read it so right. quickly, <laughs> um, but I've read some recently, including a few chapters of, of Hellboy stuff. And it's, I I should like Hellboy more than I do because I'm a huge fan of HP Lovecraft stuff. And you the, don't have to. It's okay. We no, won't I, kick I, you I, off. I, the I, I know I don't have so to. <laughs> I'm I'm confident enough in my life where I can admit things I like and don't like. Uh no, I like Hellboy. I I just, you know, a lot of comics haven't really been my bread and butter. That's okay. For sure. But I love the Lovecraft stuff. I, I just yeah. I, I love it. What was the book you gave Dave? When you came here, I gave him a graphic novel of at the mountains of madness, which is the longest, uh, story written by HP Lovecraft cosmic horror stuff. I'm Mm -hmm. sure people listening to this will be familiar with cosmic horror in general, probably. Um, and it's, uh, it's one of my favorites of his stories. The graphic novel itself is okay. The, the illust, the illustration style is a little cartoony for me Mm -hmm. for a subject matter. So kind of heavy, but it's a fun story. And even just reading like part, the first few chapters of seed, I already saw like analogies to it and and, like seed of destruction. Yeah. Seed of destruction, like exposit, like expeditions to the Arctic and stuff is very much what mountain madness is. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, I'm already seeing like huge connections to it. That's great. Totally. And uh, Jessica, have you, yes. uh, since you last were on, have you like ate up every issue of Hellboy? <laughs> I just ate them up. Yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie though because Kate told me it was garbage. I know you had wow. a podcast about Yeah, the we, we talked movie. We did not like the, the new movie. one. Yes. What did you think, Ari? Because you have, you've, I think you're the only one outside of me and Kate that have seen it here. Unless I, I didn't like it, but. It was frustrating watch for me because there was like stuff in there I liked. It was just badly done. I yeah. loved. Mm-hmm. I rewatched on YouTube recently the scene where uh, you'll have to re- remind me of the character's name. The the pig. Yeah, very. Um, Grauguk. Grauguk. I say yeah. the names a little a, a, <laughs> wrong a lot of times. <laughs> Grauguk. Where Grauguk goes to like the monastery and murders all of them and whatever. And that's such a good scene to me. And it was like, if that was like the opening scene to the movie and the rest of the movie, like mimic that tone and that editing style, Mm -hmm. it would have been a great movie. But I feel like it just, the presentation of the movie was really bad, bad editing, bad story development, but good elements. I mean, it it was like, you kind of knew something was up when they, they released the the first trailer and people Mm -hmm. were so like turned off by it. And then Mm -hmm. they immediately like released a second trailer trying to be like, Oh, but it's this too. Like it's just like, just telling of what the movie yeah, was. Yeah, that's always a fun. just a stinker. Yeah, it did it did it wrong. Let's. Just I say. will share. Since last I was here, I read a new graphic novel. Ooh. I host a podcast called The Erotic Book Club. 
at College Humor, and uh, I read one called Alfie by In Case, and it's mm. about a horny halfling mm. who has <laughs> sex with uh, some humans that have a caravan in the town. It sounds very silly, but especially when you get past chapter five, it was hot as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and wow. It was gorgeous. That's yeah. Great. I genuinely really liked it. So if anybody's maybe a little horny out there, Go read it, you <laughs> horrible, uh, just type in Alfie by In Case. Unfortunately, nobody is horny out there. Yeah, yeah. I think this wow. green drink might make us horny. <laughs> well, I think we should we should go for it. Let's, Let's taste this. Drink it. I mean, that Ooh, smell cheers. is yeah. Cheers. Oh crap! Dive on into that that uh, aquarium water. Oh, it Ooh. tastes great. Yeah, I, like I definitely it. taste the uh, the the hops or or whatever. Oh yeah, that hops is strong. I'm not it's used to it. I'm not strong. a big IPA guy. It's far more hoppy than blueberry. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I think you're right. I don't even smell any blueberry. Hmm. Hmm. I guess it's not. It's indigo, and is this the? I mean, maybe that's why we're like it looks more well, green. Well, it's natural I, indigo, yeah. so potentially, you know, natural items have variations, or there's ox an oxidation process that p potentially occurred. Yes, definitely. I'm Are you definitely a big beer person. I like beer, but I also am not a hops IPA person. I really like sours, red mm -hmm. ales. Sours are good. Goes funky, weirdo. Stuff that sounds good too. Yeah, oh, I love funky hoppy IPAs. So this is up my alley. I'm into this. Yeah. I didn't think I was gonna be. Good thing I have a third bottle. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink it. <laughs> the artwork on the bottle is gorgeous too. On all of them, yeah. yeah. The uh, all original Mignola art. They didn't just lift out of like. The, oh, like he redrew things yeah. just for the bottles. Yep, they're all his. That's I don't know if y'all talked about this on any of the other episodes that the alcohol percentage is six. Point six six percent. Yeah, that gave me that. a chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys tried other gigantic brewery things before? No, I've never no. heard of this brewery. They're I had neither before this. Maine or Oregon? Oregon. Okay. Um, Oregon, because that's uh, where the Mignola is from. Yeah. Mm. Cool. I have these things to pair. <laughs> we have half a, a thing of brie. Uh -huh. I it got hungry and ate we it. We like to reiterate our pairings from the last weeks. With the Hellboy beer, we paired it with uh, with veggie chips. That went poorly. Oh. <laughs> oh, and something yeah. else. I can't remember the second thing. Um, it was uh, sour, like the the green color Pringles. <laughs> yes, sour cream. Sour cream, cream and onion Pringles. Then I think you with think? the. The mole one, the mole one, we had Oreos. <laughs> you should have switched. Bring out the chocolate. Yeah. You should have switched. We, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Chocolate and then we just didn't, stuff. we decided for some reason we just didn't, on the third one, we didn't have anything to pair it with. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you should feel lucky that we got you some brie and some we brown. We got some. <laughs> have a, it's actually really, I mean, maple I'm just syrup a, I just like brownies, but it tastes good drinking it with the brownies. Yeah. <laughs> you, that's funny that you read the, the maple syrup one. It sounds like it wouldn't be good, right? Right? No, that sounds delicious to oh, me. Because when we, I like sweet beers, so I'm oh, into that. You would have loved it. Well, I would have loved it all three of these either. more than I love the one you put me on oh. for. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you, have, you don't know that. But, he, but, also, <laughs> but here's what I'll say. Also, me too. <laughs> we like the same kind of beer. Yeah, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, we should have done like a pre-interview of like. You should have had a Google form to send yeah, out I'm, to everybody. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. we're not getting paid for a podcast. You have time to do that. <laughs> Working other jobs. We have I've time. been, Dave, I've been planning this for weeks <laughs> to come to do this podcast. Podcast. Yeah, because I didn't text you the day. Uh, <laughs> you didn't text me two hours ago. And I, I asked me to come here. I'm, I'm very busy. I normally wouldn't just be able to show up on 
drop off a hat like that. No, not at all. Do you guys have favorite like breweries or anything like or a favorite beer? In Hold particular? on. Before oh. you speak, do you know the person behind Modern Times? Because I feel like yes, you do somebody there too. Yeah. JP, do you know JP Baldwin? No, I know I know Jacob McKean, owner and founder of oh, Modern wow. Times Brewery. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, JP, from at least his telling, is kind of his like right hand man there, or at least JP makes himself that. For I, him. <laughs> I bet. I bet. But he's been there for a while, and he seems to love it. And we it, like going. Here's what I'll say: in certain lights, the beer is starting to look bluer, like from a distance. Mm. It's like a mood ring. It is. <laughs> it is looking bluer. I don't Do think, think that's true. I think it's just as green as it was with before. It? The sunshine. Maybe we're just all super trash. Yeah. I mm. think maybe it now that it's out of the bottle, it's oxidizing and slowly becoming more blue. I think you're right. It looks at least a darker a green to me for sure. More of a teal. <laughs> um, no, I love I love modern times. I love Jacob. He sent me four bottles of beer when I was diagnosed with cancer to and a bunch of socks and goodies and hats and stuff and uh, he's a great dude. That's awesome. That's great. When did you meet him? We went to college together at oh, cool. Columbia. Yeah. Nice. And I don't talk to a lot of people I went to college with anymore, so he's mm. special. Yeah. It just seems like a really cool, fun place to work from what our friend JP says. Yeah, he like, he's like, this is my dream job. Fully socialist, like, employee-owned, all sorts of... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never good. heard of Modern Times. Really? Sure, I You've seen this? it. You'll see it. If you saw the ball, okay. you'd be like, oh, I've seen this. Okay. They I'll find you a picture. They got the Dankness Dojo in... Downtown? I don't know what those words mean. It's <laughs> just like a restaurant. It's <laughs> like vegan food. It's a fun name for their restaurant yeah. bar. I think they're the first coffee stout, too, that I really liked. Mm. Mm. Oh, they're like straight up coffee is really good, too. Yeah, yeah. they do just coffee as well. Mm. They opened mm. their first coffee only spot somewhere oh, okay. recently. I know their downtown spot. It's all vegan food as yes, well, yes. but it's very yeah, good. We've all gone their with like non vegans and yeah. they all like the food. Mm. They had like That's a awesome. duck sandwich, obviously vegan, but it's like vegan duck. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds intriguing because I love duck. The sauce on it is great. And oh. it's almost like a banh mi, I think, if I'm yeah. remembering it right. And it's very saucy, which oh. I like. I'm a big sauce fan. <laughs> I just showed a picture of the, the cans to Rick and he went, yeah, yeah. Nice cans. I, I recognize that. I recognize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Really <laughs> strong nod. Really strong nod. I have a thing with vegan food where like whenever someone advertises something like that, like, oh, there's a vegan duck. I'm like intrigued to try it. But whenever I get vegan food, I'm always so much, I always enjoy more things that aren't trying to emulate a meat flavor. Yeah. Yeah. So same. it's like, I have to remind myself that when I go to like a vegan restaurant, like don't just get gravitate the towards, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or like get something that's like a tempeh that's in something that's not I, like yeah, trying to replicate I think so, yeah. I think, and there are different restaurants that are better. I'm vegan. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have brownie. I have cancer, yeah, so sorry. I eat brownies now. No, I knew oh. what I'm doing. Uh, but I am vegan. <laughs> time, this is the most public I've been about my not 100% being vegan, but whatever. Uh, since I was diagnosed with cancer, I was like, I'm going to have my life be easier now and <laughs> eat things when I want to. And I'm still like 99, 98.5% vegan. Anyway, uh, even me as a vegan, I'm like, I just want like vegetables and yeah. shit because I want stuff that's going to inspire me to cook at home. And it's like, I'm not going to make fake meat at home. It's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I, what are you going to buy that. a jackfruit that's like this <laughs> big? Like I like bought a can of jackfruit once and like tried to make it barbecue. It is so hard to cook It's with really on hard. It's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as good. Um, but there are, there are different restaurants that are much better mm -hmm. for it. Like, 
I oh, love the, the more expensive ones, unfortunately. There's a place called Doomies, and I oh, I do yes. like the off menu. Jess Big introduced Mac me there. to Doomies. Yeah, Doomies is a favorite. The yeah. Big Mac there is good. Doomies is good for like yeah, if you want like comfort. Fry, it's unhealthy like, vegan. Yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, yeah, don't think this is healthy. It is yeah. not what I was just talking about, but I do love it. I'm, <laughs> I'm a big crispy chicken sandwich fan. That was that's mm-hmm. been my go-to comfort food my whole life, and now that I'm vegan, same same thing. I still just want a crispy chicken sandwich. Who's got the best crispy chicken sandwich around? Doomies, Doomies, Doomies got it. for sure. For cool. vegan, yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah. had their like buffalo chicken like sticks basically, mm. and they're great. Have you been? You like Little Pine? Uh, Have you been there? Yeah, that's Wait, Moby's joint. Yes, yeah. I've been there. It's really good. That's gonna be a really, a really great place, place for like vegetables and fresh. And I like yeah. Moby's music, so that's maybe I can bring my thing. copy of Play. I love how <laughs> yeah. much Moby so um, sexualizes <laughs> young Natalie Portman. That's what I'm right. That's what you you were drawn to that first. <laughs> yeah, you didn't yeah. know he was a musician. No, I you never just knew. knew that he was. I just got a creep vibe from him. Oh, totally. This is really good. This is a good vibe. There was this thing where, as like a lifelong fan of his music when that whole thing with Natalie Portman came out, even from just like a PR strategy perspective, I was like, Moby, why are you pushing back? If you put this in your book and then Natalie Portman comes out and says like, hey, because he he's making he's it right. Can I be right? But Can like, I be why dumb? You just I don't like, know about this Moby Natalie oh, Portman. He's just, he Tell he me. had a memoir <laughs> and uh, I actually read his first memoir. It was good. The second one he wrote <laughs> was all about the, Natalie Portman. The second no, first one he wrote Moby's memoir. Be careful. It's good. You <laughs> know what it is? What I have. Hell? I love like movies that take place during the '90s rave scene, and the book was all '90s rave stuff. But um, okay. the sequel Dude, that isn't more relatable. <laughs> <laughs> you know the beginning of Blade. <laughs> <laughs> But but basically what it was is in his second book, which apparently is more about him once he was famous, he mentions dating Natalie Portman. And Natalie Portman came out and said, like, hey, he was just kind of this kind of weird guy who kept trying to hang out with me. I didn't really think of it as dating. And Moby, instead of saying, like, oh, with the passage of time, I must have misread the situation yeah. or anything. Which that's can like, easily happen. Yeah, which he could he could do and be like, I apologize if I, I was out of line at the time. I, I did a lot of drugs then. I'm so sorry. And that doesn't excuse it, but at least he's not like pushing against her. And then instead he puts us like a picture of the two of them together and be like, no, we dated. And it was such an obvious picture of a woman trying to avoid a guy. And she's yeah. like a teenager. She was like 19 or yeah. 18 or yeah. something. And he's, and he's like 30 distinctly or something. Older than yeah. Moby, yeah. Moby, it's Moby, like, it's like Moby. And she's just, like yeah. the most gorgeous woman alive and he's a fucking thumb. Yeah, it's like, why? <laughs> he's so disgusting. Yeah, you just described 90% of relationships. <laughs> Certainly mine. <laughs> I am very thumb-like. Yeah, and my girlfriend's very attractive. Beautiful woman. I'm um, proud so of my don't thumb go to figure. Little Pine. No, Little Pine's great though, honestly. I do like Little Pine. I've been there once and I liked it. It's really yeah. good. I was a little biased because they did have Utah beer when I was there and I was mm-hmm. like, you, if you stock a beer, a Utah beer, I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm on your side, dude. Yeah. Or if you have my brother's uh, alcohol, then I'm like, yeah, cool, dude. <laughs> I'm sure you get asked this a bunch, but Utah beer is, it has to be under a certain percentage, right? Yes and and no. It's mainly like what has to be served there. Mm -hmm. That has changed over the years. So I don't know. I've I've not lived there for 10 years now. Is the percentage three? 
Under three percent, or at least what it used to be. I don't know. Yeah, because here's the here's the bad part. I'm the wrong person to ask because I was never a drinker when I lived in Utah. Yeah, I moved to LA and then became a bad boy. E bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Got into improv and became a bad. Hell yeah! Is this all Mormon based? Like that's why the alcohol cocktail is gonna be on. Yeah, in a sense, the Mormons are just controlling the government there. Uh, Is that is that why with beer? Cool chill thing they do there in Utah. You're not allowed to have one pairing with a beer. You have to have three. Get it? So hey, polygamy. That's the best polygamy joke though I've heard in a. In my all of my uh, that was in Moby's book. It's also the first polygamy joke I've ever met. Ever said. I've ever met. <laughs> I actually have like three or four polygamy jokes that I'm telling all the time. So oh, wow. we hear them? no, th- if that was the that was the joke. No, I can do but, it. I can write four jokes on the spot. One second. Um, but I, I'm sorry, I don't have that like definitive answer that's okay. because I yeah I didn't I didn't start drinking until in L.A. In L.A. Me. it's like who cares? I'm gonna drink. You know what I mean? I'm gonna start at 25. I've, I accidentally ordered a 11 percent beer the other night. Oh damn! Holy I, hell! Yeah, it was that's not even beer anymore. That's nine, just like a I can barely handle. Although I guess wine is like typically it's like 14 percent, right? Glass, yeah, but it wasn't. But yeah, you drink glass wine. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's why they serve those. Beers and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really delicious. It was great. It was like coffee stout. Mm. But then you were like retired after that. You were and like, actually, that was, it was by one of my other favorite beer companies, was uh, Grim. Oh, which I, I don't know, know if they have out in on this coast. And I'll be sad when they don't. Um, but I was uh, drinking them a lot in New York. Um, they have a lot of sours. They have a lot mm. of stouts. They're really, they're really great. Nice. Yeah. I like uh, this beer called Matilda from Goose Island. I had once. Ooh, I do like a Goose <laughs> Island. Yeah. I used to, my brother lives in Chicago, so I would go to like oh. one of their storefronts all the time. That's it cool. always makes me think of Chicago. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's great. Nice little anecdote. Chicago's <laughs> a great city. It's one of my absolute favorites. It's gorgeous. We had a great time. Yeah, there. we went there as an improv Chicago? group. Yeah, we went, for like a fest. Yeah, yeah and we had a great time. The most fun. It was Yay. such a good time. I need to Mr. Go. Town City knew how to party. I'll just tell you. Should never broke us up. I didn't do it. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Because you're the closest link to the that organization in the room. Very fair. Uh, not that I don't work for them now. <laughs> I'm a general manager. I am I might as well they might as well just put me in the furnace. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, but last, we had a great time in Chicago. But we had a great time in Chicago. No, I was just gonna talk about our dumb improv team. Go for <laughs> it, please. No, I just That's got, how me and Jess met. Which was we weird. Met. Well, we met like right before, right? Right, because I moved into your room. Yes. You forgot. I, that, no, I didn't forget. You're just keying it up. I love it. <laughs> well, we, we yes, that's that's right. So we had like corresponded, me and Jess, yeah. mm-hmm. via text and email yeah. most. Because I was moving I was officially moving out of my uh a house that I live with this um stand-up named Barbara Gray mm-hmm. and into my own just loft, which I would live for a couple years. Uh, and we, I was just having to drop you off the keys. Yeah, you have to give me the keys. Yeah, so I was like, it was just figuring out when can I get, when I get drop it off the house. But, but it was like not a thing where we're going to meet up and I'm going to give it yeah, to you. Yeah, we didn't like, even meet. Yeah. We didn't meet. Then in the middle of a Billy Merritt class, which was like a four-weeker, yeah. you came up and said, hey, hi, I think I live in your room now. <laughs> <laughs> One of us did that, at least. Yeah, I'm really or, bad with names. And in improv classes, I'm really shy. And I'll, like, never introduce myself to anyone or, like, learn last names or anything. 
And so, yeah, it probably took that long for me to be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then we literally, like, we met briefly. Yeah. And then we were, within weeks later yeah. of that class, we were on a Herald team Best together. Oh, that's awesome. Look at these, these histories. These yeah. histories. Yeah. It was really, same thing happened to Allie, too, with Beardsley. Oh. Weirdly, I saw her do a set, an indie set. Yeah. And me and Farley Elliott afterwards went on our way to be like, you're super funny. And then within weeks... I was on a team with her and I was like, this is insane. I think, I think Jess Ross and I met in this apartment, I think. Really? Was it this apartment or was it John Milheiser? I think our first meeting Meeting was here. here, Yeah. Yeah. Bombardier. Yeah. Yeah, The first Bombardier meeting was here. We met on a stupid mod team. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they are all stupid. We met on a genius Harold. Yeah. (laughs) The most highbrow team there ever was. So I just got back to LA last, or Sunday night, two days ago. And last night I went to Harold night and I was like sitting around. I was like, I don't know who any of these people are at birds. And one guy was like, well, Greg was like introducing me and was like, oh, yeah, Jess was on Mr. Town City and she was on And, you know, the guy sitting next to me who had just done a hair was like, I love Mr. Town City. It was like my favorite group, but wasn't like giving me any energy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he doesn't recognize me because I have bleach blonde hair now. And mm-hmm. I used to have Zoe Deschanel brunette blonde yeah. uh, or brunette bangs hair. And you're now mm. 10 feet tall. I'm now <laughs> 10 feet taller. It was a great surgery. Successful. But you have I, two pairs of legs. It's like legs and then below those more legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ideal woman. And, but I took out my driver's license to be like, look, no, you know who I am, which was I don't know. It was embarrassing that I needed so much attention, but then he immediately was like, "Oh my god, it's you. oh, I love you!" And I was like, yeah, that's "Yeah, that's what I thought." That it's is so funny to bust out your driver's license. It is very Maybe this funny. will jog your memory. Take a look at this. It's yeah, also it like, funny how in the UCB world you can be a quasi celebrity uh, in like a 200 foot radius. I know. And then as soon as you walk out of that, you're uh, nobody. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I had my first like staffing interview, like job interview in May. And I went to like a coffee shop beforehand to like prep and relax. And the barista was like, were you on a Herald team like a couple of years ago? And I was like, yes. And I was like, this is exactly what I need right before I go into a job interview. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. One time, I think someone came up to me going, are you a writer on mod? And I'm, that's just once. That's a far harder and thing then they, to yeah, recognize. Yeah. And then we, you we're said yes, they threw their, their drink in your face. <laughs> I hate your team. <laughs> Did you move a chair on mod once? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> writers of mod the actors bitches <laughs> uh, very good Beer's <laughs> working yeah beer yeah. is totally working woo, woo, woo. you want work because i am definitely we can crack up on the third one if we do but that's okay if you guys want i do want to say to the listeners right now if you've made it this far that I like if you've made it this far. <laughs> uh, I'm going to open up the other one. I'm not going. I'm going from this I'll to a rehearsal. For you, I'm assuming it's in the. Front. And it is. It has gotten bluer. Yeah, it's really sad now. Because it started like not just green, like a yellowy green. Yes. And now it's like a. a it's definitely it, a blue it is, now. Right? Slightly blue. 
green. I think it's even. Oh, it's, it's the sun. I was about to say, like, from my angle, it doesn't. But let's you guys pour, are seeing it through when the sun. When we crack sun. this third one, let's pour it immediately and see. Yeah, and let's compare. see. We're about to find oh, out. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, it's a good point. Science. <laughs> We're putting it to the test. What's the immediate color versus the one that's been out? Quickly. Here we go. Disgusting. It's yellow definitely green. the yellow. oxidation. Yeah. Oh, you're. Well, let's let the bubbles fade and see what. It, no, it's no, insanely no, different. No, you're right. It you're starts right. out very much slimer. Nature. Yeah. Slimer. <laughs> dirty slimer. Dirt, yeah, dirty slimer. Natural which is the name of the new ever... graphic novel Jess is reading in her. <laughs> <laughs> How horny does dirty slimer get you? Moby's third memoir. Reeks pre ordered it on Amazon. Oh my God. No, I decided not to read that second memoir. I was going to read it, and then the whole thing went down, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm really. <laughs> I seriously have never met a big Moby fan. Are you like a big dance music fan? Like, what is that even? Techno? You do love dance well, music. Well, I do, but but Moby, a lot of his stuff is not really dance heavy. That's true. It's more like somewhere between EDM and New Age. And I'm like a Yanni fan, so mm. uh, there's this weird thing. Yeah, I, I have I like my mom. My mom had a lot of like New Age CDs growing up, and she'd play them while she like painted and did other crazy New Age stuff like that. You know, crazy painting. And so, so <laughs> I, I have a soft spot for like that kind of New Age, and a lot of Moby feels like that mixed with like a more electric thing, That's which cool. is nice. Enya, I do like some yeah, Enya. Enya. Have yeah. you been to a concert Enigma? of a of a New Age? Mm-hmm. I actually have not. I've been mean. There was a Yanni concert last summer I wanted to go to, but I just didn't end up pulling the trigger. Yeah. The problem is, is that with Yanni, and this is going to sound so weird. I don't like his popular stuff as much. Hell yeah, you're a real fan. <laughs> and he tends to play the same songs when I go on like that website that shows you set lists of artists' yeah. concerts. And I'm like, mm-hmm. none of those are my favorites of his. I'm just going to, it's not worth Yanni it. Yanni deep track. Yeah, I like the deep cuts. I'm Yanni. always in the pit for Yanni. I'm always pumping my fist along to the ribs. <laughs> well, it actually started as, the Yanni I didn't get into for a while, and it started as, a project because I always thought Yanni's like the punchline of like, who's a lame artist. Right. So I was like, is his music lame? Like, I really don't know. And I was like, I'm going to listen to every Yanni album and make a decision. <laughs> and in doing so, I became a fan. That's amazing. <laughs> He's just not cool. He's not cool. I mean, I think there's a lot of music out there that might be like actually yeah. technically good. It's yeah. just not cool. Older women love him though. If you see videos of his concerts, the entire audience is older women. Well, I'm an older woman. <laughs> hey, older ladies buy <laughs> records. Yeah. My, so it's my mom had Yanni CDs. Yeah, my mom did too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It looks so blue and there's only a little. We're talking yeah. about the beer. It's, it's And the new pour is slowly getting <laughs> yeah, bluer. Yeah, it's going to get bluer over time. Weird. Cool. I mm-hmm. love it. It's like those T. It's we've referenced many things, but it's like those T-shirts when you'd put like hot air. Hypercolor. Hypercolor. I've never heard. Of Aging myself. I'm older. <laughs> Are the other beers different colors? No, they're just like just beer colors. Yeah, I mean, they had like a different like the mole was darker, of course. Sure. The maple syrup was definitely like a tan. Oh, and that's uh, the Hellboy one because he likes. Pancakes. And then yeah, the wit looked like a wheat beer, so it was like that lighter shade. Yeah. Like a wheat beer. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, but they've all been really tasty, mm-hmm. and they've like really. I mean, with the. I mean, this is the most they went all the way out with a color to sort of define the character in a sense. But I think, I think the flavor. Just having fun with yeah. it. Yeah, it's like. Can I attempt an esoteric Hellboy joke with the beer? Yes, totally. go for it, please. Okay, 
if they make a maybe they'll make a frog one that makes you go numb when you drink it. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's Plague of Frogs. It makes you go numb. Very yeah, good. Yeah. I think our listeners are chuckling. Okay. Jess Lane is not. <laughs> nah, I took uh, me a long walk to. I'm <laughs> You're a frog person? Yeah. As a frog person. She's evolved. If you drink enough of any beer, you'll go fucking numb, bro. Whoa. That's true. The logic of my joke does not is not sound. Also, I think Jess was offended because as I was telling the joke, I held up a giant picture of Moby. Like you revealed your t-shirt. Moby. I did own play. I definitely love play. play. Did y'all have uh, fat? That Fatboy Slim record? I did. I'm a Fatboy Slim fan. Really I wasn't good, a Slim yeah. Oh, wait. Is Fatboy Slim the guys that remixed um, Beastie Boys? Yeah, he did some. A he, lot of people remix Beastie Boys, but, but he did. Yeah, they did an awesome remix of uh, something In, off of Hello Nasty. Intergalactic. Yeah. Is a good that's intergalactic a damn remix. good um, Fatboy Slim. Yeah. These music videos were great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his albums walking, back in the day yeah. were pretty good, and I liked them. Yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah. Pro- do you guys remember Propeller Heads? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. That was the kind of that era. Right? Yeah. Maybe some. <laughs> I can't remember. I own the album. I thought it was great. Mm. Uh, I liked. I loved DJ stuff growing up. Mine was like more like that electronic, but also I loved DJs. Mm. DJs that like actually scratched. I was like, this is the coolest shit. And back then, <laughs> me and my brother instead mostly, of going with. Uh, sorry, I was gonna say back then DJs did mostly just spin. Yeah, existing material. I think now when you say you're a DJ. That might mean you make original music. You just do it under DJ Monica. Yes, I agree. Because uh, growing up, one of the dances in high school, people would be like, are you going to the dance? I'm like, no, I'm buying t- turntables with my brother. <laughs> and we did. We bought turntables and we both, we had a video to teach us how to do it. Both of us were too lazy. <laughs> but I wanted, I should have learned how to There's do it. There's a class. You got a video life. back then. There was no YouTube. Because it came with it. It was like a VHS that wow. was like, oh yeah, that taught you how to do it. At least the basics. <laughs> what? Yeah. And Hell I love yeah. that you skipped a dance to learn to do that. Too. <laughs> I know. But I should have committed more because it actually is really fun if you know how to like find the beat. And then repeat it and find those repetitions. Was the goal to skip that dance that, to learn how to DJ so that you can DJ the next dance? Yeah. yeah. I had a few, I wanted a future. I'll be at the next one. <laughs> be at the next one. As your DJ. I think you'll recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> On the ones and twos. <laughs> there is a class in LA where they have all the stuff and you just pay to show up and learn. Yeah, I should, should do, do that. that. It just seems like it's something very I fun do it to with me. You. Would you? I would do it with you. Let's really? do it. Depending on the price. If it's, I don't yeah, know how I much mean, it is. It can't is. be outrageous. They already have the equipment. What do you I've think? always loved to dance, too. If because DJ. of that in the world, I think of dance. Where I don't think I could ever make music because I think that I have something wrong between me and <laughs> me. Like, I think my Something's time. Something's wrong a rhythm. With you. I remember you can't. You, yeah, my rhythm like, will get off, especially yeah. like hands wise and voice wise. Ugh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my feet. <laughs> good God. My feet can recognize a beat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love dancing, too. I also want to take a dance class. The rhythm thing came up it, being on an improv team. Yeah, because every you, fucking warm up has a fucking rhythm. Like, yeah. <laughs> but what? I mean, isn't there an improv warm up with just your feet that you could do? Pro- I'll make it. Was it like? Was it like zip zap zap zip zap zap zip zip? And just no, like, screw it like up. More like Beastie Raps. Or... Anything with rap, I would like my mm. start sweating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really hated You'd until like we discovered. Ride. So we used to do the. I hated. Uh, um, what's the warm up where you have a uh, hot spot? Yeah. Where you actually have to do songs? Because yeah. I just. Mm. Even though I love music, I don't retain it. Especially, I don't mm. retain melodies. Mm. So I can't duplicate them when I'm called upon to do so. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Where it feels like 
most of the world can. Um, but then we discovered a thing in our rehearsals, this thing we called Jace Hotspot, where it was just <laughs> version. Because Jace would do like things where you'd be like, that is not the way that song goes. But yeah. Jace is so funny What's his and confident name? with it. Jace, Jace Armstrong. Armstrong. Oh, okay. And he's got a show coming up. Yeah, I have one with him tonight. Uh, and he has a, you're talking about his he's other got show. A solo show. Yeah, he has a solo show. The if audition. you're in LA, the audition, check it. it out. It's very funny. Cool. So uh, thing. But we would do this thing where then we we would do versions of Hotspot as Jace. <laughs> so it'd be like, what? Do you, just get the title of the song, and then you'd be like, here we go. This is what you think Jace would make it, <laughs> and that worked for you. Like you could do it, yeah, in because character. I, yeah, because I feel like making up a song, I can have a lot more fun rather than right. like, oh, and I have to like honor this song. And accuracy doesn't matter. So you, if yeah. you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah, oh that's where I, I live in that area. So much that's pressure I, on yourself. I do put a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah. <laughs> but karaoke, I, I piss off a lot of people that like karaoke because of that. Mm. Because I don't, with karaoke, I'm like, you know what? I don't need, I, I, my fun is to be as extravagant and weird about the song. And- I was a regular at a karaoke uh, night in New <laughs> uh-huh. York City for a couple years. And I will say that if you were enthusiastic and gave it your all, the, the people who... Uh, counted were on your side. Great, good to hear. The like <laughs> hardcore. Yeah, the regular, the the regulars at, at, at a New York City bar karaoke night. And <laughs> which bar you got? Just it was. It, there used to be a karaoke at pianos every Monday. This okay. was in 2008 to 2010. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so sorry no. to make you bust out the specific then. <laughs> Long gone. You know, when I was 12 years old. Um, <laughs> but yeah, any times anyone just gave it their all, we would be like mm-hmm. this person. Person rules. This is the best person. Give yeah. them all of your like support. I've been Aww. to karaoke where I really get the vibe that the audience hates anyone that's trying sincerely. Like they just want. Like it's almost like, oh, you're not too cool to care. Like we're not gonna like that. I've noticed. Bummer. That. Yeah. No, or it's like a. I think it's a thin line. I, I have a strict guess. no musicals, no Disney songs rule. Oh. I don't think that's what karaoke is for. Oh wow! I go do think Carrie is more fun. Go to fucking songs. Broadway review. I don't know. Right. Do set up a <laughs> recital. Um, oh wow, harsh. <laughs> it's for it's for like music. It's like for like I don't know. It's like rock and roll. It's like you. There's a little more self expression in Carrie, right, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's just different. It's not theater. It's music. And I yeah. know that those things are also music, but I don't know. I, in but, my mind, I guess I've heard that, that before. No Disney, like no, yeah, like I, no Disney, no musicals. Yeah. Is it that there's already a performative version of musicals and Disney songs? Like there's already like a visual image that's definitive for that. Maybe or, or is it is a type of music. I mean, I'm not saying that other music is not performative when you see it live, but I think I, I'm with you. It's like those are built into meant to be performative, whereas like most rock songs are in their first form are meant to be like, I want somebody to be able to listen to this privately right. and get a lot yeah. out of it. Also, they're made without context. I think musical songs, songs from musicals if you haven't seen the show are the most confusing art yeah. form. Like <laughs> I had an ex-girlfriend who would always play musicals and it's fine. Like the soundtrack, her name, man. But I'd have no idea. I would just be listening and Dude. she's like, I love this song and they'll be singing about specific story beats. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm, I would only enjoy this if I knew the context. I went to go visit my friend Jenny. She had the, she had a CD that she had bought. This is like, 
months ago yeah. of the greatest showman and she was oh, like the movie's no. bad but this music's great and I'm like dude I, please turn this up okay like, and that's the other thing the music's not good yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I also th- I think it's like it's just like kids stuff it's not like I don't know no I get it I some agree. musicals maybe the songs are like passionate enough but Hamilton's know. popular in karaoke now yeah, yeah really that, I thought that was like spoken <laughs> yeah. almost I mean it's it's kind that's of rap I mean, I mean that's white rap <laughs> like I just I like karaoke it. and it's like lame old rap I can't sing I'm similar to you I guess in yeah, that regard. I, I, but I can keep rhythm so I have like a selection of like three songs that I rotate between that are all I like too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all songs where like you don't really have to sing but it's oh, not people. like I, I do Devil Went Down to Georgia Okay. Um, because mm-hmm. he doesn't really like. It's not like singing, singing. You yeah, know, range can... is like six notes. Right, right. And then <laughs> not I quite do a full octave. Word Up by Cameo because I get to emulate that robotic word voice. Word Up, great. The crowd, word like a robot eating peanut butter. And then the third, <laughs> love it. And then I do Hustlin' by Rick Ross. Great. Yeah. Can you give me like a line of that? Give me one bar of hustling. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the fucking boss. (laughs) Seven forty five. What a white. That's fucking rough. (laughs) I would think you would pick a lot of rap songs because you like to rap a lot. I do, but you know a lot of the lyrics. I do, but a lot of rappers, when you do the karaoke of them, you remember that. Oh yeah, they don't even record the verses all at once. They record them like in stanzas because (laughs) you get like halfway through each verse, you're like, (laughs) like Rick Ross raps kind of slow, so it's easy to like collect your. And Breath. rap is can be melodic too. It's just yeah. less obvious. Mm-hmm. I've done yes, Ludacris's stand up true. before. Oh, that's fun. Ludacris yeah. always is great. He also he sometimes raps fast, but he also raps slow sometimes. So yeah. What are the other? What are your uh, everybody else's like go to karaoke's? My <laughs> go to is Sex Laws by Beck. All right. <laughs> great. It's a deep cut, but everyone gets into it. It's also short and sweet, and you get nice. to wail. <laughs> you really this sold well it. And there's, and there's a dance break, so I then I get really to use my body. Short and sweet well, is yeah, essential. And that short. also defines me. I am also short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> You're showing us the on your shirt. It says that. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna form. I, this beer's working too well. Six point six. That's six pretty six. And it tops. You're gonna get. You're gonna. And it's hoppy it. and it's hot. I'm drinking this blue beer down. When I drink during the day, I get headaches very quickly. Yeah. So I drank some of the beer, and I'm probably gonna. Stop because That's I'll so just get a huge and we're gonna haze you because of it. <laughs> yeah, because this podcast about being bullied. <laughs> What's your go-to karaoke song? Me? Yeah. Oh, you already came back on me. Uh, okay. I have two that I do. What are they? It is either going to be "Run to the Hills" by Iron Maiden, just because I know I can comically try to hit the notes, <laughs> and I and it doesn't. Fun. It's like you hit it or you don't. But if you're committed, it's just a fun time. Those oh, are yeah. the two options for every song. You either hit it or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I, I, it's just. I'm just saying, I if I when you see me do it, you'll know what I fucking meant. Let's go. Let's go. You meant you don't is what you meant. I never really hit it. No, I can't hit that high notes. And then the other one is shares believe. Oh, I love that song. It's just a brilliant 
rules. I listened to Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves while I was washing the dishes today, and it was great. It was like, this is a like solid, silly as hell song, but very fun. What are your go-tos? My go-tos? I have three that I usually do. I do a Love Fool by the Cardigans. That's really nice and I short. Know. I did that one the nice. last time I did You would know it if you love me, love Is it like me, modern say times? That you love yes, me. I do. Oh, yeah, 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 it's like the modern times. Everyone knows yeah. it once they hear it. Um, I do uh, Madonna's Like a Prayer. Mm-hmm. And Very I do nice. uh, Led Zeppelin. What was it? Ah. Oh, immigrant song. Oh, shit. Immigrant song. Yeah, immigrant song. And those are the ones. But it it does have a lot of, like, Viking references. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm imagining? I'm imagining the Viking lemmings singing that song in the animation (laughs) from the early internet. (laughs) 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 My brain is broken. (laughs) My favorite show is the early internet. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Kate? What are your go-tos? My only, like, consistent one is probably... Uh, Shaka Khan and Rufus. Uh, uh, <laughs> tell me something good. Tell me something good. Nice. Uh, because it's also short and it's like very silly, way sexualized. So it's like it's always funny to do it. In my case, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I t- it, it comes off more funny when I do it. I, I like uh, highly sexual. I like leaning on funny for karaoke. Yeah, that's yeah. my go-to. I like yeah. fun. Yeah, like, fun, I, like, funny, yeah. like during, I'm not uh, doing bits during the song. Well, Devil Went Down to Georgia. I like, I've now memorized like the fiddle playing so I could like groove to the exact like pace of the fiddle. You can like air fiddle? Yeah, like air Whoa, fiddle. You're a little air it. fiddler. And I even like, there's a part where like they start playing a bass and I could like, I know exactly when the bass goes in, comes in. And the reason I know all this is because. On, I had like a bunch of Muppets VHSs growing up, and wow. they do a rendition of Dublin Down Georgia in one of the episodes. And for whatever reason, I loved that, like, as like an eight year old, loved that, like, clip. And I kept rewinding so the VHS good. and watching it. And it's the exact same thing as the recorded version, it has all the Whoa. same beats. I so it. I just have it, like, ingrained in my head. Is that the same VHS that had them doing Kokomo on it? Because I remember that very no. distinctly from the I, I remember Kokomo. That was, like, on TV. No, a few times. that was the Kokomo's much later. I had a Trolls VHS. Where and the puppet, Trolls sang Kokomo. Where the Muppets did do Kokomo, though. did Kokomo. It might have been. I don't know. I don't they know. both might have. It was I a popular song. Research and <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day. I don't know why. I was thinking about this Trolls, this trolls VHS, VHS. Yeah. that I had. What was the main port? Like, is it like... They were... Is it, it animated? Or it was puppets. They were like... Mm-hmm felt trolls and they talked and they one of them wore a Hawaiian shirt and they had personalities like the treasure trolls with like little was this Fraggle Rock? It sounds like Fraggle Rock this was was a VHS I had about trolls and they sang songs Mm. (laughs) I love it the kind of things you'll never find (laughs) I know right? I bet this is on YouTube though I bet we can search for everything's on YouTube who would have thought that all of us would well to varying degrees but have a go-to karaoke song Mm. and are like are fairly opinionated about it I feel like we (laughs) owe ourselves eventually to to go to go We're a fun this group, group is gonna hey, karaoke man. i have a big question for all yeah of karaoke question do you prefer private Ooh. rooms or the live stage at like a bar live stage live stage i i don't know if i've ever at one time i've done live stage at like the one the, time yeah that's it <gasps> at the, um ah, drawing man, room you can't see it but just so it's just not got even a big venue it's like yeah, no, it's never 
not. I have big. like a. I have like maybe a pretentious answer. Okay. But just means that it's de- for me. It depends. I will probably lean more towards private because I. Why that's that so is, pretentious? What? No, but what, <laughs> I just think I just it's feel like be we, long. I always end up going to private ones. Yeah, but a private, I just know that I'm going to be more comfortable immediately. Mm. Yeah. But mm. I have had the experience of being in gr- the the stage ones where I felt. That the crap, the people there and who I was with was very comfortable, so I just went for it. Yeah. yeah. So, but then I've had the opposite where I'm like, eh, I'm not really into it tonight. So I yeah. wish we were all like, I wish me and my friends were in a room. You know if what I mean? If you kill it, the live room is the best. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, then it just feels like you're eating shit. Yeah. I have so. a very specific reason why I don't like private room karaoke, and it's that all of my shithead friends smoke cigarettes, <laughs> and so <laughs> like someone's song will come up, and inevitably everyone will be outside smoking and it's like no one's paying attention to me yeah all of my best friends in the world i guess i've been betrayed (laughs) oh wow i just and i think i don't know and also in new york there's like a group there's like an organization called kings of karaoke that like every bar in new york city basically has karaoke like one night a week and they have like a roster of dj like karaoke hosts really like travel around and like set up their karaoke in like every bar it's like cutthroat (laughs) like organized or like no no it's just like it's just nice like oh good there is (laughs) that sounds good you're never at a loss for karaoke in new york city oh cool okay and there's not quite an equivalent here for sure, Koreatown, I guess. Yeah, but, like ta- but it's not like there's some couple Thai, uh, Thai restaurants here that have yeah, karaoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but it's not like there's a uh, yeah. There's no there's, there's no, no karaoke kings. <laughs> I guess I gotta start a or Queens of karaoke. <laughs> yeah, but I, I agree with you on on Do the it. private room. There's a lot of times where. Like if you're in front of a live group, like a full bar or yeah. something, even if a bunch of people are like doing their own thing, yeah. someone's watching you. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I've been in a private room where like even if they're not out smoking, there's eight people in there and they're all looking at the songbook. Yeah. Or they're all on their phones. And it's just like, well, what am I doing? Yeah, like, why, why am I, I doing this? So what's the combination <laughs> of both? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do you have like it's a private room, but you have a DJ? A wedding, yeah. I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, a wedding <laughs> is maybe the, the ultimate group. version. Yeah, yeah. Where it feels like a giant private room. Y'all ever done live band karaoke? No. No, that sounds no. insane. There was, the, at the clubhouse, they did that a couple of times, but it was like specifically oh, was show, like Weezer right? songs or something. Uh, and Beatles. Yeah. They did a lot yeah, of Beatles. Yeah, it, it would be like. Um, Matt and Will Hines. Yeah, Matt and Will Hines. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you? Have you? How was it? If you have. I, I think I did it once, like 10 years ago, I don't remember, but my friend is in a pop punk karaoke band <laughs> nice. in New York. So he plays in a band like once a month. I mean, does, you must like, make a bunch of money and also it sounds pretty fun. Like, yeah. you know, it's not the thing that like you probably need something else that's creatively fulfilling, yeah. but it's also <laughs> like, oh, well, this thing is very fun. Like you get to go. People probably lose their shit yeah. just being the yeah. singer behind, like backed behind a band. You make yeah. people happy. For sure. Yeah, that probably it's doesn't happen for it's people a lot. It's it's the full simulation. That's very fun. <laughs> yeah, well, seriously. Yeah. I think that's great. Ooh, that's you can't cool. fucking do a dis- you can't fucking do a musical song like that. Hell no. <laughs> hey, you could do Don't rent even songs. Try. Yeah, I guess, I've gone yeah. through the whole rent soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all modern rock. Yeah. 
That's, yeah. Uh, before I'm too drunk, I need to ask. Arika, <laughs> I need to ask Arika serious, like HP Lovecraft kind of oh, thing. Okay. okay. Because I've, I and why I'm asking this is because you are the like for me you're one of the Lovecraftian like experts that I know. Mm-hmm. I At wouldn't call myself an expert, but I but get you're what you verse. mean. Yeah, I'm versed. And I feel more like I got your doctorate. In <laughs> yeah, I'm. Do- I'm no. the, I got my no. MD Lovecraft. Oh, oh my god. Uh, and and why? HP HPHD that's amazing HPHD I got my and we're done bye I go ahead no the real question is I I feel like the I know him very little but I know like sort of like his tropes by reading up on him talking to other lovers of HP Lovecraft what essentially actually how do you define H.P. Lovecraft, like his style? And then when like something like Hellboy, when you read it and you go, mm-hmm. oh, this has Lovecraftian. What is he actually, what is Manuela well, pulling there's from? a few layers of that. I think the main one is he always wrote something that was called, or he, I don't know if he coined this actually or not, but cosmic horror, where the horror isn't monsters or murder or anything like that. The scary comes from a person realizing that the cosmos don't give a shit about them. And there's things out there that are going to kill you. And, uh, there's a great paragraph that opens his, uh, his novella called Cthulhu, or I think it's a short story. And it's like, I I don't have it memorized, but the gist is basically like, we as a society are only functioning because we have yet to piece together a bunch of information that if one day we piece together, we will all go insane. Um, and, and I think we're there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, but, uh, the, the, uh, the stuff about Hellboy that's Lovecraftian is kind of a combination. There is an element of that when you, when you, when I watch like, you know, the, the new Hellboy movie, even there's this idea of like, oh, there's a whole world of stuff out there that its goal was to kill you. And you, humans matter so little to everything. Um, was HP Lovecraft? An atheist? I don't think so. He, I know he was lightly anti-Semitic and racist. Uh, lightly and racist. is, is uh, and he, generous. Yes. Isn't he? and he's, he's super racist. <laughs> I mean, I am Lovecraftian Jewish, but, country you know. is like a book about like sort of dissecting him and his racist mm-hmm. tendencies and putting it in the right. south. Well, he was one of those guys who like, like his mom sheltered him his whole life. Like he, his mom didn't let him leave the Don't house. Don't put it's, this on her. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not How I'm dare you? Bitch, mom. <laughs> he was basically he was just a totally <laughs> fucked up human being. Yeah. Kind of. In every way, yeah. which is how I'm sure he wrote this stuff. Right. Um, but uh, also he loves great old things. Even uh, I was reading Seed of Destruction or was it the frog one? I forget which one, but there was like an illustration of something like a statue they found. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's an elder thing from at the mountains of madness. And when you read the graphic novel, you may recognize it. And there's just all these like things that existed that might kill you. He also loves the trope. I don't know if he invented this trope or not, but of like going to a third location where people were and seeing how like all these dead bodies and how they died, and then that's foreshadowing to what's going to happen to them. Oh. Like in John Carpenter's The Thing, where they go to the other outpost, and it's yeah. like they're all died, and they're like, yeah, uh, this is crazy. That's a very Lovecraftian plot device. He will he does in a lot of his stuff. Oh. At the Mounds of Madness, you'll see that in there. Um, so uh, that's like another 
trope that I see in a lot of stuff. Cool. I just felt like, thank you. I, I was only asking because I feel like with the little knowledge I have of and conversation we have, like I, yeah. it's hard for me to articulate yeah. that that thing is missing from the movies. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, I think from the, from the Tarantino, not Tarantino, Jesus, Guillermo <laughs> del Toro movies, there's, there's like an element of like cartooniness to it. I think that kind of takes away a little bit of the edge from the cosmic horror aspect of it. Yes, because I've listened to his commentary of recently. Of, yeah, and and he went more Disney. Yeah, he literally says I went. I wanted to go more Disney with this than anything. Yeah, it's like, weird. The new movie tonally, like when the, at, towards the end. Spoiler alert: when those like big monsters are, like tearing people in half, like it's it doesn't work in the movie, but that is a kind of Lovecraftian idea that these monsters aren't killing because they want to kill you they just don't give a shit about you they'll just, just walk thing. and stab you like right. they don't care yeah if cool. quentin tarantino made it we would know what <laughs> hellboy's feet look like <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah. Yeah, no, that's silly he doesn't hooves. show men's feet you know he did, he did in once upon uh once upon a time in hollywood Spoil. he did like he didn't show their men's naked feet but he had a lot of like unnecessary like low shots of them walking the mm. men. And I was like, what the He's fuck? He's a little perv for yes. Yeah, he likes that shit. I heard a story that like Uma <laughs> Uma Thurman had to get like plaster done to her body for like Kill Bill for something where they make like a mold. And I think it was like a friend who knew the person. I don't know. But I heard that like she she like made the person that was making the cast sign something where he will only make the one needed for the movie and will destroy the foot mold in front of her. <laughs> Yikes. I, I don't know if that's true because this is one of the things that's coming from like a third party. You know, these legends go around, but it sounds like it could be true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because she wasn't like, she was like kind of mad at him because she almost died on, on that, movie, that movie. Yeah, and have you yeah. seen Once Upon a Time? Yeah, Not otherwise yet. she would have gladly offered up her foot cast. People pointed out that like there's a lot of car stuff that hints to the like it's actually like overdone in this new movie to sort of like like car accidents in a movie like not in the movie but like the shot the shot that got her an accident was like this where they put the camera behind the like behind the convertible and you can and and you could see the actor's hair moving in the air that's very much in Once Upon a Time multiple times I doubt that's a Go fuck yourself, Uma Thurman move. No, I don't think it's an Uma Thurman. It's it's more to him as fuck you, you critics. Oh. I think he's very aware. Yeah, we of- can do this safely. That was an accident. Look how many times I did it and nothing happened. Yeah, and, and in the hills. But whatever. You want to go see it? That's supposed to be our day night tomorrow night. Oh, you're making plans right here on the cup It's either that or we're going to get our air conditioner installed. Oh, wow. Oh. Why can't you do both? I don't know. Why man. can't we have it all? <laughs> <laughs> Can the air conditioner installation guy watch your dog and then? Uh, I don't know. Can the air conditioner installation guy watch the movie with you? <laughs> yeah, it's us. Yeah. We want to make sure he has the same opinion of this Tarantino movie. <laughs> For sure. Let's rate this beer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say. On a scale of green to blue. Oh wow! <laughs> green to blue. We're going color scale. Yeah. Do we just say, say the color? color? So yeah. it's either there's green. Okay. Which is bad. Green, blue, blue, green, <laughs> and blue. <laughs> so it's a scale cool. of one to four. In yeah, a basically. Sense. Okay. Yeah. Blue being good. Yeah, blue being green, good. Green, blue, blue, green, blue. If we wanted to be so a scale bad. of five, we can add yellow, green at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Let's yellow, do yellow, green. green. Okay. So it's a five. Yeah. That's 
I like that. Okay. okay. So just to clarify, I have to yellow, green, green. It's one blue, of the five. Green, blue, blue, yeah. green, blue. Yes. All right. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's going first? So based just on color, blue, green. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a blue. I enjoyed wow. it. And I'm wow. feeling good. Yeah, I'm going to say like blue, green because it's not like my most favorite thing in the world. But I did enjoy it and drank a big old bunch of it. But I do like hoppier beers. So, mm. yeah. yeah. All right. I'm on a higher end. We got a blue and a blue, green. Yeah. I would say realistically, for me, just personally, based on my tastes, it's a green, it's a green blue. It's right in the middle. Fair. Because mm-hmm. it was good. It was drinkable. It wasn't like overwhelmingly hoppy that I was like, yucky, get out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was good. And alcoholic, you know, it's it's a, it packs a nice punch. Yeah, it does its job. That's 6.66. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm going to go a step lower than that and just say green. Wow. Oh, oh no. Green. I, I, you hear that, Gigantic? <laughs> I don't like, I mean, this, I'm reading the descriptions of all the other beers, Gigantic, and they all sound wonderful. <laughs> this one, though, I'm not a big fan of the IPA and the hoppiness. I haven't developed that taste, nor do I really, I'm, tr- I'm not trying to. That's right. fair. And I think I don't hold that against the beer, but I will say that. Like with this talk of of like fruit, didn't it have like a thing where it says a berry flavor? Promise fruit, and I just I, I don't taste it. I'm gonna give you that. Citrus hops and a berry hops is different than a citrus and berry flavor. I think there are varieties mm. of hops. But um, even the blue green, like I know I'm a scientist, so I know with, a lot about beer. And, <laughs> oh no, with, seriously, that's very insightful. Like I would not have known it's that. semantics. But <laughs> then they, <laughs> Like Different even plant. the color though promises something that's like a little sweeter, and and yeah. it's like, otherwise it's just like they took a, another IPA and dabbed some food coloring in it. They might as well have just done that. I guess maybe that is what they did. Again, gigantic. I color. don't hold it against you that I don't like IPAs. That's not your fault. It would be a wonderful right. drink for like a St. Patrick's Day celebration. If yeah. you're yeah. Uh, celebrating and you like an IPA, I would highly recommend this right. one on St. Patrick's. And Abe is famously fun. Irish. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sapien. Oh, uh, Sapien. Yeah, yeah, Sapien. yeah, yeah. I would I, say. Oh, Sapien. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. So I want, I'm going to give the, I just love the label. I think it's one of the best out of all of them. The I think so too. It's got little fishies on it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I do, I, I am always amazed that they do find a way to make all the flavors sort of in line with the characters, especially if you're a reader of the comic book and you taste this, you're going to be like, yeah, if I had to nail down a taste, that would be it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to probably go, I really want to go. I, this is weird. I'm, I'm in between the blue, green and the blue. So you want to give it a nine. Yeah, yeah. Out I want to give it a nine, but out of five, I want to give it a nine. <laughs> it, it's like it's like a four. It's like a four, four point five. So okay. it's a blue green point five. Yeah, it's a blue, it's a blue blue green. It's a blue blue green. Yeah, blue, green. that is there how you, you would just. That is yeah. on the color wheel. You would call it blue blue green. That's exactly what I give mm. it. It's a blue blue green because <laughs> I like. I think I. It's done its job. I think it tastes great. But it doesn't win me over like all the rest. It doesn't. I, I'm not going to automatically return to this beer. I'm gonna I be gotta like, say, I like it more than the mole stout. Myself, Ooh, wow. yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Though. I like stouts. Mole is not my favorite. I do like stouts. I want to try all the other ones. <gasps> I wish I had them all here for you to try. But I, I think it's still 
it is capturing something great about Abe Sapien. That's mm. my thing. It's like, I do think the hop sort of is a little bit of his character trait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it would be sweet. If it was too sweet, I don't think it would be Abe Sapien. Because mm. he's a complicated mm-hmm. character. But in the yeah. movies, he's he a is very, very sweet. Yeah, the but those, the movies are fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, because I think I think they, they only define one side of his character and they make him very base. Versus in the comics... He's a character who's very complicated. He's he's a ally. I think he's very much loyal. He has like a big loyalty element mm-hmm. about him. And then now we're in the midst of where we are currently in our podcast, discovering his past. And he's very complicated. He's not like truly like from his origin, like I was always a good guy. There's like sort of some bad behind him a before he became fishy. a fish guy. <laughs> it's almost like his fish form is his best form so far. Yeah. Of a as a being. Wow. So that's why I give it that 4.5. <laughs> All right. Do you think if I changed my grade to a higher grade, Gigantic would send me free bottles of the other beers? They haven't sent me no, shit. Dude, so. <laughs> so, yes. We have I gotten hot sauce, but we so far Ooh, no free may, beer. Yeah, no free beer. I, I mean, this shit is like pretty limited. It's amazing yeah. that Dave got three. Yeah. I kind of watched the... Uh, I have I have my Valley Brute beverage up mm. in the Valley that... Uh, yeah. They literally the last for this bottle. They they hit me up before I. Wow. They nice. were like, "Hey, just so you know, we're getting those in tomorrow." And I was oh, like, very nice "I was like, you are great." So, who's what beers are left? Or the last two? Uh, Blood Queen and Trevor Broom, which oh, okay. is the man who raised Hellboy on Earth. I I do John love Hurt. though, um, like when companies make of make a product that is like inspired by something that is unrelated to that kind of product completely, like uh, like taking a comic book character and going, what would the beer of that character taste like? Mm-hmm. Or Swatch did these James Bond villain watches where it was like a line of watches, each one based on inspired by a James Bond villain. And like, that's such a weird thing. Like, how do you make that decision? Like what I like a watch looks like? I love that stuff. I love yeah. that. You have to deconstruct the character I guess I think of more. James Bond's watch as being able to do stuff, but not the villains, Right, I guess. so the villains, like... they it's fun for them to get yeah. theirs. I have one. I have the Blofeld one. Oh, of course you do. Uh, But that's it. Those are the beers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm very, I am definitely drunk. Uh, I have to go go, like tell a a good actor in like two hours. Like, this is what I want to do. Go take a nap real quick. (laughs) I'm not in a nap. I'm just going to take a walk. Um, I'm very sober. Taking a walk. You need water and rest. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to sweat out. You're going to get more dehydrated. I'll take water and leave me alone. Wow. (laughs) As I conk out and can't get on your podcast and refuse my medical. <laughs> you said you were a scientist of other things. <laughs> uh, now I have no retort. Know. I have no response to that. <laughs> uh, but this has been a great time. Mm-hmm. Wonderful guest. Uh, plug. Let our uh, tell our listeners where they can find more of you or something you want them to, to know about. Plug them. Where can Me? they get more from you? Yeah. I guess I have an Instagram. <laughs> you guess? Yeah. the Cohen. But I, I'm not. I don't really have much to plug. Uh, now that I think about it, I don't, and I'm starting to get sad. Oh, That's no. okay. Hey, you're just Quick, make some hit, up, hit him up and ask him about HP Lovecraft stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I love it. Uh, I'm Jesslyn, and I have a website, notjesslyn.com, <laughs> uh, and I have like sketches and videos and music videos that I've directed or written there, and yeah. 
It's not just laying everywhere, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, I should do that. Yeah. I should have a site like that. Okay. All right. Well, this is an idea. I will create you know, one. Come back so for our next episode and you can plug that. Between the, the recording various- of this and the airing of this and you release it, I'm going to create notarico.com. All right. <laughs> You're completely <laughs> Jess's. <laughs> Uh, you can catch me at College Humor. Yeah, <laughs> you're on there all the time. Jess, yeah. <laughs> Writer, performer. You can listen to that podcast. Uh, performance-wise, I'm in the College Humor Verified show at UCB Sunset every second Saturday of the month. Great. I love yeah. it. Um, one other thing. This is putting you all on the spot. Based on just this beer, is there anything that you would suggest that you are either uh, for our listeners to uh, watch, listen, consume, enjoy. Can be any medium out there that you're like, oh, this beer makes me think of this thing. Or okay. another beer, I guess. Or you another beer. Kind of, we've kind of like touched yeah, on that. Yeah, it can be anything. Just a suggestion for something for somebody to check out. So this is, un- so is it related to the beer? Or yeah, I say to uh, related to the beer, but it can just be anything that's on your mind. I'm going to say, you know what, guys? Watch a bunch of underwater, uh, old underwater movies. And I mean, <laughs> The Abyss. Go check mm. out James Cameron's Abyss. <laughs> then go check out Leviathan, which is an old 80s movie. Mm-hmm. And there's another one that's like something like something Space Nine or something weird like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go check those out. Those are my those are my right. picks. In Sphere, which oh. is not very good. But I like, I like the sphere. sphere. Me too. I was yeah. watching it recently. It's, it's, I read it in elementary. I love the book. It's one of my favorite book's books. Great. And the movie is way better than it gets credit for. It's not great, I but it's way better. I remember enjoying it a lot. Yeah. It's a good thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was watching. Blue makes me think I would recommend uh, go to one of our country's beautiful national parks and look <laughs> at the beautiful blue sky. Ooh. <laughs> Montana. Yeah. Um, the, I'm going to jump A to C off the aquatic part of it and say that I recently had, uh, fried oysters over at real Inn in Malibu and it, they blew me away of some of the best nice. fried oysters I've ever had. So, you know, sneak one of these beers into real Inn in Malibu. <laughs> I don't trust any of your food recommendations. You took me to the nastiest buffet. Wait. Whoa. Oh, for I my birthday? I the name of it because I don't want to be rude to this buffet, but you, you it was for my birthday, pretty right? pretty nasty food. I mean, I definitely did dunk or dipped a piece of fried shrimp into the chocolate fountain just to see what that was like. Um, that was not good, but it, it for the kind of buffet it is, it's a pretty good buffet. It's not, okay. it's not like the Ritz's champagne breakfast buffet. It's not that, yeah. but you know, for what it is, it's good. I don't know what it is, but I love it. <laughs> I love we aired that grievance out. Jess, anything? Wow. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's too wide open. <laughs> the, here's the here's my recommendation. The blue color of on the label of what I think that the beer strives to achieve reminds me of a uh, stained uh, teal stained mango wood uh, side table that I ordered off Amazon that I <laughs> store my records in. There were only six in stock when I bought it two years ago. But check it out, uh, mango mm-hmm. uh, wood side table on Amazon. Maybe the Pulling most specific. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find the link to that table in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> let me find that and link it up. <laughs> That's what I got. Well, those are all great. I love them. 
Um, listeners, we'd love to hear from you um, if you've drank this beer or any of the beers. Um, and you, or if you have anything to um, share with us, you can hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at Podcast, Twitter Hellboy. Um, we love hearing from you. Give us a rating on your wherever you listen to your podcast. If you are on Apple Podcasts and you give us a five-star r- rating and review that starts with the word boom, we'll give you a big <laughs> shout-out right here and read your review. We call that a boom review. We love to hear from you. <laughs> Our guests are laughing at that. You don't realize that if you read Hellboy comic books, he actually says boom when he hits somebody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a fun little fact. Uh, but thank you again. Um our wonderful guests, thank you for sharing this afternoon with us. It was a delight to share this beer with you. Um, listeners, thank you for listening. And remember, we love you. You can talk in your mic. Okay. I'm just doing a quick test. I have opinions, too, as well. <laughs> and also thoughts. That's what a podcast is for, yes. so we'll expect that. <laughs> hey, do you like comic books? Do you like brothers? Do you like brothers talking about comic books? You do. Okay, then. Listen to this ad. My name's Will Hines. And I'm Kevin Hines. We are brothers as well as comedians. As well as huge fans of comic books. Like the Fantastic Four, which we are talking about a lot right now in our podcast, which is called... Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. From Campfire Media, available from now until the end of time. (laughs) Screw it. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. Campfire.